Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Crew First Culture Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And as always, thank you very, very much for spending some time with me today. Today, I'm going to kind of maybe do a little storytelling, maybe talk about a, a few things that have been on my mind, and, and we'll kind of go from there. I've been trying to put out you know, a little bit more frequent posts and obviously trying to record a little bit more frequent episodes than, than I have in the past. You know, like I said, 21 was a pretty rough year for the family. So now that things have kind of started calming down and smoothing out, I'm excited to get back into it and just have really enjoyed, you know, several people kind of reach out to me over a couple of the past episodes and man, I, I can't tell you how much that means to me just to, to hear that, that what we're doing here actually is doing good and actually is making a difference. So thank you very much for all, for all of you that, that have reached out and please always feel free. If, if something speaks to you, if something, you know, you want to dig in further, whatever, you know, I'm more than happy to, to talk about it and, and just to hear what you got to say. So thank you for that. Please feel free to reach out anytime you want. And man, if, if you enjoy the show, please share it and, and spread the word. And hopefully we can continue helping more people as we go. So today, like I said, you know, I've had several things running through my head. I've just been almost basically typing out notes and, and kind of creating images, memes, whatever you want to call it. So I can keep track of all this stuff that's kind of coming out. And just looking through some of those things, what I wanted to talk about today. And, you know, I guess it leads back to la my, our last shift on. We worked on Tuesday. We had the great opportunity uh, once again to work with the recruits in the class that, that we got going on right now, working on two and a half inch hose. It was their first day of hose day. And we always like to start out with the two and a half and kind of work out from there. And, and so that was what we got to do. It was, it was, I, I hate to even say it anymore because my, my friends from the North always jump on me every time I say something about the cold, but it was cold and we were out all day in it, but man, it was a great day. Gosh, it was, it was, it was an awesome day and I'll, I'll kind of get more into why it was an awesome day here as we go. But I mean, just, just at the bottom of it all, it, it's, it's great to get out and, you know, try to do something to, to share some knowledge with younger firefighters. It's just, it makes you feel good. It, you know, trying to hopefully make a difference in these, these firefighters careers in the future. And it was just, it was awesome, awesome opportunity. Anytime that, that I, or, or we as a crew get to go do that. And so really enjoyed it, but kind of what made the day even better is I guess I, I got to give a little backstory first, but so I've got myself, a driver and three firefighters and for the most part, kind of the, the status quo over the years have been that when we do train, it's been myself or my driver kind of leading that. And, you know, the, the firefighters, they've always got a great attitude and they're always involved in it, but it's always kind of us leading it. 
And so, you know, this recruit class has got a couple more months and then they're going to be coming on shift. And most likely we're going to be getting one of the, the newest recruits and kind of seeing that come down the path and wanting to continue to grow you know, as a, as a crew and to grow individually and help them grow individually. I wanted to take this kind of this time frame in between now and then to challenge them to kind of start stepping up more in that area, you know, start sharing your knowledge more, start thinking about becoming teachers for the fire service and, and for our crew and, and, and just start being more vocal when it comes to that stuff. And so, you know, slowly here and there, I've seen some progress and, you know, any progress is great. I'm, I'm excited to see any of it. And so I, we weren't even really scheduled to go out there or, or really even asked to go out there, but I knew it was a perfect day. I kind of knew what they were doing. I knew it was a perfect day and a perfect chance to kind of push or nudge my firefighters a little bit more, put them kind of more on the spot a little bit. And so I reached out to the training guys and, and asked if they needed some help. And luckily it worked out. And so went out there and I'm just right off the bat. They, they started stepping up and started talking. And when they you know, saw somebody messing up, they were very quick to, to get in there and kind of correct them. They were, you know, down in the middle of everybody's, showing them how to to uh to make bundles and and everything else and you know as the day went on i was just i, I just kept thinking man i'm i'm very proud of of these guys i this is exactly what i wanted to see more of and this is what i challenged them to do and that's exactly what they were doing and and so kind of that that this is the reason I said earlier that it was such a great day. I just, it makes me feel good to work with people for, you know, several years and, and just like anybody else, they've, they've got pros and they've got cons just like myself and to, to see people that just aren't normally outspoken or not normally just somebody who looks to, teach somebody else something to see those people just come out of their shell and, and be such great instructors and such great models of, of what they were learning. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was a great, great time and made me feel good as their leader. Hopefully maybe I'm, I'm making some kind of a positive difference. So it, it was great. And, and so that's kind of what I want to, what I want to aim towards. And another reason that this thought kind of stood out above any of the others is I, uh, another great opportunity was I got asked to be on a, a podcast called more with Stumpo. It was, uh, the host's name is Matt Stumpo and great guy. I enjoyed talking to him. This is the first time I've ever talked to him. So it was good to meet him just, uh, just to, a great guy is just a, a nice guy. You could tell he cares about the fire service. He he's just the kind of people that I like to hang out with, to be honest. And so 
part of the conversation we had was the whole, you know, the generation gap and the the problem with why and, and all that type of conversation. And I don't, I don't think we even d- discussed this in the podcast. It was just some texting back and forth before that, but it was, it was a great conversation. And, you know, he, I, I can't even remember kind of what brought it up, but, but basically I, he asked me some of the issues that, that, that I saw right now going on. And, you know, I talked about the, the, that there's a little bit of a generation gap. And I think, I think some of that's going away now that you're, you know, a, a lot of that, that older guard is, is kind of cycling out now. And now you're, you're starting to get more and more people that they got to have that. Why they got to have the answer. And so it's kind of working itself out. But when I said that he was like, so why do you think, why do you think there's such a gap? Why do you think that, the the older guard is, has such an issue with being asked why and you know i never really challenged myself to to dig into it much and and sitting there thinking about it and basically what i how i answered him is you know the, this older guard they were brought up in the you're you do as you're told you don't ask questions you just do as you're told so what what does that create that creates a person that just does something they don't know why they're doing it. they don't know if, if it's the best way or if it's the most efficient way they just do it because that's what we do and i guarantee you that that is the birthplace of well that's how we've always done it that's where it started right there it's got to be so now you know take those those people that back when they were new were told do it because you're told and you fast forward 20 25 years and now these are our senior people in the fire service the the people that should be you know leading the way and making the fire service better but they don't they don't know as much as they should because they weren't ever taught they were taught to do it because they were told they weren't taught why. And so now you get the the younger crowd in. And I know the younger crowd is, is really 30s and maybe close to 40s now. You know, the the people that, that got the bad rap for asking why. But, you know, 10 years ago, these these younger firefighters start coming in and they start asking why. And I feel like that started causing a giant rift because you know the older guard wanted to say this is what we do and and this is why you do it because this you're told to do it and because this is what we've always done and that just isn't acceptable acceptable to the younger generations nowadays and so that's obviously going to cause some conflict and i feel like you know it's it's pretty easy to take it personal if you're one of the, the the older crew and you're kind of being put on the spot to to answer some questions about techniques or or processes or whatever it is and you don't have an answer and that's where the whole well you know what just do it 
just that's that's how we've always done it so that's what we do well that doesn't work for me and that doesn't work for pretty much everybody else that's around my age or younger and so you've got the you know the the senior people that should be teaching and and bringing up the younger people but they don't have the tools because they weren't given the tools. And, you know, I know that probably me saying all this sounds like I'm really bashing on older firefighters and I'm not, I'm actually kind of, kind of giving them, I don't know, not really an excuse, but I'm kind of basically saying that I understand. I, I get why all of this is going on. I get why that there has been such an issue about asking why. And, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking them off the hook at all. I mean, it doesn't matter what you're taught when you're new. If you've been on 25 years, you've had plenty of opportunity to reach out and, and get learned up by somebody, you know, at some point. So by no means am I taking them off the hook by no means am i roasting them i'm just bringing up a a thinking point and and the reason for that is you know it's it's happening you know that that separation in the generations that separation in the the different age groups in the fire service right now it's it's there and so we can either act like it's not there or we can either just continue on the path of, well, we're just going to do what we're told or we're, you know, whatever, or we can handle it. We can, we can talk through it. We can figure out ways to make it better. And so that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up is hopefully we can figure out some ways to work through and make this better situation. So, you know, what is the fix there? I, I, I don't, necessarily have a great answer i don't but you know maybe it's time for a little role reversal yeah the older group should be the ones teaching us the older group should be the ones leading at the fire stations and hopefully they are you know if, if you're at a place that that's that's what's happened then that's great that's awesome but if they're not maybe the younger groups need to step up and maybe they need to be teachers of the older group maybe they need to be the ones to kind of start pushing for more learning more training just getting better maybe that's what needs to happen i don't know i I don't i don't really know what the fix is other than just Everybody needs to pull their weight. Everybody needs to put the effort in to make themselves and their crews and the fire service better. And so really just a random thought, you know, I know this is not some groundbreaking mind blowing idea or, or, or thoughts here, but just something that's really been on my mind. Also something that, you know, it's, it's great to, you know, see younger people start stepping up and and taking responsibility to become that senior firefighter you know the 
the people that are starting to become senior firefighters are, you know, in their mid twenties or, or late twenties. Well, they're still super young, but that we got to start teaching them how to become senior firefighters when they're young. That's when we got to start teaching them. We don't, we don't wait till they are senior firefighters. We start teaching them when they come on. This is how to do it. This is how you become a great senior firefighter. You share your knowledge. You become a teacher of the service. You mentor anybody that you have a chance to mentor. And that's how we continue to make the fire service better is we build people up from the ground and continue and continue the process. Because when that process is broken, it takes a while to get back. So, so if it's been broken, it's going to take a while to get to where we need to be. But that's how we do it. We don't wait till the promotion. We don't wait till a firefighter is now the, the senior firefighter somewhere. We start now and we begin to develop our leaders today so that tomorrow we will continue to have a great group of leaders and it will go on and on and on if we can continue that process. So thank you for joining me today. Hopefully something I said kind of brings up a thought or two or, or kind of speaks to where you are today. You got any comments or, or concerns or whatever else, let me know, like I said in the first and, and hope to see you back on next time. So until then, thank you for joining me. And as always, stay humble and do work.